Hey guys, welcome to our very first episode of the Gaming Hour podcast, a podcast where me and my best friend David talk about all things gaming, ranging from the new and retro games to the latest and greatest hardware. As someone who listens to gaming podcasts daily, making a podcast of our own has always been a huge dream of ours. We're making this podcast for you, the gamers, so I hope you enjoy. So... This is our very first episode, and I kind of just wanted to introduce myself a little bit. So my name is Joshua Beamer. I'm born and raised in Canada. Uh, more specifically, I live in Ontario, and uh, I love games. I've been gaming for as long as I can remember, always being a huge Nintendo fan. Um, today, as a collector, I own many, many different consoles and hundreds, and I mean hundreds of video games. And I have a huge backlog. Um, a little bit of a background about myself. Uh, I went to school for fitness and health. Um, I love going to the gym. I love staying fit and healthy. It's a huge passion of mine, um, outside of gaming, of course. Um, <clears throat> before I pass the microphone over to uh, my, my best friend, David, I kind of just wanted to give a few shout outs to some people who uh, really do mean a lot to me. And uh, they're the reasons why I'm here today. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to my girlfriend, Sephora. Um, not that long ago, she gifted me a laptop in order for me to do my editing and uh, just being here on the mic with you guys today. So if it wasn't for her, none of this would be possible. I also want to give a huge shout out to uh, a good friend of mine, Kevin, who was great was gracious enough to donate me a microphone. So if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be hearing my voice as clearly as you would today. And uh, also to my brother, who allowed me to record in his bedroom. He uh, happens to have a bigger bedroom than I do, so having this extra space to record has been very handy and uh yeah of course i just want to give a huge shout out to mom and dad hey mom and dad and uh yeah so uh let me introduce you to david david take it away buddy hi guys my name is david david deans um as you can tell i have a different accent than josh i'm actually from the great white north itself as people would refer to as scotland but it's not really the great white north but you know how it is. So a little bit about myself. I moved to Canada in 2008. So I was originally from Scotland, moved over, and that's how I met my best friend Josh. So yeah, first day moving from Scotland to Canada, I sat down um, and communications, was it Josh? Communications, technology. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, when me and my, me, me, my friend Josh, we formed a probably really probably probably the best relationship I've ever had, like minus some bad relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but a little bit about myself, I went to college university for computer science, so I actually have a job in the games industry right now, so I'll let you guys guess for all the people that may or may not listen to this. Um yeah, I've got a very avid 
collector of games as well. So unfortunately, I don't have a PS5 yet. Um, I'm hopefully getting one soon. I've been promised by the company for the last year, but due to the UK and COVID, unfortunately, it's borderline impossible to get one. Uh, but hopefully I'll get one soon. They gave me an Xbox, so yeah, that sucks. Honestly, I'm a huge Microsoft and Xbox fan, but I'm a diehard with like Sony PlayStation for the future, kind of going forward in my opinion. But that will probably be a controversy that me and Josh will have in the future. Um, <laughs> but no, I've got a very avid kind of uh, collector. I've got a huge backlog of games that I constantly put off playing. Um, but hopefully, again, I can tackle that and going forward. So I've just got some questions for you, Josh, that hopefully I can ask you or you can ask yeah, me. Yeah, sure, buddy. Go, go for it. So what's your gaming background? Give me a, a bit about you. Ooh, as a kid, I grew up playing Nintendo. Uh, my dad had a Nintendo growing up as a kid, so there was always a Nintendo product in my hands for as long as I can remember. Uh, it's interesting because uh, my family didn't have a whole lot of money growing up, so I was always a generation behind. So, for example, like uh, I was born in '94. And uh, I remember having a Super Nintendo, super young, uh, but the N64 was already out. But of course, like if my parents were smart about it, um, you know, if you if you purchase a, a console from the last generation, you can get a steal of a deal. So my parents would constantly buy me like Super Nintendo games when the N64 was out and so on and so forth. So I was always like a console behind. But of course, with Nintendo being like that, family-friendly console my parents always never really had an issue uh purchasing uh their products because you know with that seal of quality that nintendo holds and that like family-friendly image that they uh represent so well uh my parents always loved buying their products especially you know just very kid-friendly they're always very sturdy and honestly like all of their hardware has been pretty reliable over the years um, the first time I ever got anything outside of a, of a Nintendo product was actually in high school when I bought my 360 back in 2008. Um, now that's a significant year because like David mentioned earlier, that's when I met him. He, he was the person that really convinced me to go out there and purchase an Xbox 360. He would bring like his 360 games to school and I would see the cover and the artwork and I would just read the manuals. This is back when when games actually had manuals. Um, he would bring like Bioshock and he would bring like Battlefield Bad Company and like some of these other games to school. I don't really know why, but he did. <laughs> he, he had some of these games in his backpack. Uh, Fallout, Fallout 3 was also one of them as well. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the 360 definitely changed my life, and I can't wait to have a specific dedicated episode just to the 360, because this is literally the, the origins of me and David's friendship, and I can't wait to get into that on one of our podcasts one of these days. But yeah, ever since then, like, uh, you know, into my teens, into my early adulthood, like, I also spread out into to Sony as well. Uh, I've never been a PC guy Sorry, uh, I, I think it's fair for both of us to say that like neither one of us are really big PC guys. We're both mainly console guys. Um, yeah. I, I, I also really like uh, 
handheld gaming as well. Like I have pretty much every single Nintendo handheld product ever made, um, except for a Game Boy Micro. Fuck the Game Boy Micro. Like who who thought that was a good idea? But um, <laughs> regardless, yeah, I, I definitely have a, a wide range of uh, knowledge and. I have a wide range of consoles and games out there, and I can't wait to uh, tackle some of these back, some of this backlog that I uh, that I have, and um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, David, what about you? What's uh, what's your favorite game of all time? Oh, that's that's a question right there. That is a that's a humdinger. Um, to be honest, I want to say like I, I always have this thing, and you know it. I always play Bioshock. Like that is my favorite game of all time like i know it's like a kind of like semi newer kind of 2007 game but at the same Mm -hmm. time like that game in my opinion is perfect there's nothing wrong with that game like i can play that game blindfolded and tell you where every single thing is like the, the game is just perfect like the story behind rapture is just phenomenal the character types in that game are just uh they're perfect like honestly like the big daddies that float around the map and will not mess with you until you get close to them like who as well as that ken levine the creative designer of that game is a masterpiece like he should be given like a step stool in like gaming history every game that man touches turns to gold like he's done bioshock one and then fought bioshock two and then Bioshock Infinite, like, mm-hmm. oh, they're just phenomenal games. Like every December, I, I even I think you notice this every December, mm-hmm. I always go back and play those games. It's like a Christmas tradition. People watch Home Alone, I play Bioshock. So I, I even platinum that game for you. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> I have not platinum that game for myself because I've not done the. Uh, audiobooks uh back yet but that'll be next december hopefully tackling that again so yeah yeah it's just it's just honestly probably one of the best games made in my opinion everything about that game just screams perfection like oh it's it was one of those games i even remember it because when i was in the uk i got that game and i got like because the thing is uk and like north america have different kind of cover arts so in the UK, they had this really nice, like, steel book. It was kind of a roaded book on the cover. And then you never got that in, like, North America. You just got this, like, plain cover, says Bioshock on it, boom. And that's sorted and done. And I remember when I showed you that, you even went, wow, like, that's just insane. But, yeah, no, it was, was really cool. nice. I, I really yeah. like that cover. It was really nice, especially the PS3 one as well that came out. A year later, that has a really nice cover as well. But the 360 one's iconic. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is back in the day, I was one of the lucky ones that I actually got um, one of the big daddy statues. So back in the day, Bioshock had two different, t- three kind of tiers. It had the basic one, I had that steelbook one, and then I had the big daddy with the steelbook one in it. And that collector's edition is probably, it's quite hard to find, I think. Like, I don't know many people that don't have one without the broken Big Daddy tip still intact, because that's quite difficult to find. Like, Yeah, there was a recall on those, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But fine, I, so. I have yeah. one, but it has the broken tip. It was gifted from you a couple years back, but I still love it. I love the little window in the yep. back of the box. You can see the Big Daddy. He kind of just stares at you. It's It's so cool. Oh, it's 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 just amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. What about game? What about you? Like, what's your like favorite game of all time? Oh, 
That's such a it's a really hard question. It is. Um it is and it isn't. Like my heart always tells me that it's the Legend of Zelda, a link to the past for the Super Nintendo. Um I received that gift, uh that game as a gift back when I was like a young child. Um okay. it was gifted to me by my uncle. I remember he got it used. It had a 999 sticker on it and I had that sticker on there forever until I became like a little bit of an adult and then I was like, "You know what? Like I care about my games. I want to take the best I want to take as much care. I want to care for them as much as possible essentially." And so there was just one day I just had this massive cleaning where I like took off all the stickers off my games. I got very OCD and just wanted to make my games look as clean and as fresh as possible. So I like took off all these like old used gaming stores that used to be in the area and stuff like that, but I love that game. The music, the art style, just it literally plays in my head. As soon as I think of the Legend of Zelda, I just think of like those trumpets. Like it's just such a great game and the puzzles are great. I just love finding new items and heart pieces and just Oh, it's such a good game and I you think you beat the game at one point and then the game flips you upside down into like this dark world and it's like almost two games into one it's 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 amazing it's so good it's it's definitely a 10 out of 10 game in my opinion but you know there's so many great games and yeah. I'm sure one day we'll have like a proper uh, discussion of like more than just one of our favorite games but that's just like oh, a man. little flavor of us that's just a like a little taste of what you guys can um expect from is, us the thing is you'll notice there's a difference between me and josh because he is again like josh is really in, into nintendo like i unfortunately yeah. like i never really grew into nintendo lifestyle like my first ever console was the original xbox like then i just kind of went from there i got a 360 and then I did actually have a Game Boy, a Game Boy Color, but oh, wow. it has like, okay. it, yeah, because I, I I I remember this. So I had the Game Boy Color, and me and my sister shared a Pokemon game back in the oh. day. So we had Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver. So my aunt bought my sister like another Game Boy, so she could play like we could get. She got Pokemon Gold. And I mm. still remember to this day, uh, my sister left her copy of Pokemon Silver next to the sink. It fell in the water, and I got blamed for it. So my sister took oh. my, my, my version of Pokemon Gold. And for me, that was like a big, like, kind of, fuck you, in my opinion. Uh, so I never really went back to Nintendo. And it was just like a big, like, kick in the balls, because I felt like I got punished for doing the right thing, because I didn't actually do anything. So... Yeah, it's always went to Nintendo to Microsoft. What what color was your Game Boy Color at the time? Do you remember? Oh, the Atomic Purple one. Oh, I have one of those. It's fantastic. It's such a cool looking console. I love the see through consoles for sure. Oh, it was good, but I just remember. I remember we just had those games, and then after that whole situation occurred, it was like, oh, I just I remember I put it away, and I was like, oh, this this thing just makes me cry because. I remember I caught Ho-Ho in mines, mm-hmm. and my sister missed Lugia. Like, I remember she killed like she, she killed Lugia, and I remember to this day, because back in the day you could save, and if you killed him, you could just like turn it off and on yep, again and yep, start it. Yep. But she never did that, so she killed Lugia, and I was like, oh, you have to like restart your last save, and her last save was like four hours beforehand or something oh. like that. 
and then that's when the whole big sink issue went down where um yeah she now has a whole hole and i don't have anything <laughs> so well i'm kind of glad that you have the xbox background because when it comes to the og xbox i hardly have any knowledge in that console um I, I played it as a kid like I had like my uncle owned an, an OG Xbox and I would play like the original Halo and like he had like Blinks the Cat and like a few other games that I would play as a kid but I hardly ever dabbed in the OG Xbox like the 360 was my with my first uh console in the in the Microsoft family and so like I'm really glad to have you uh kind of fill in those gaps for me for sure um, and I'll definitely like fill in the gaps for you for uh, when it comes to like Nintendo products because like I, I'm a pretty big Nintendo fan to heart. But uh, so David, um, I have a few more questions for you. Uh, what games have you been playing? Like what have yeah, what have you been playing lately? <laughs> uh, Fall Guys, a lot. Of Fall Guys. <laughs> the season five came out. Season you know, five. Just invested mm-hmm. so much time in it. Uh, yeah, I think I've got like a slight addiction when it comes to Fall Guys because I'll be like, me and Josh, and we play with our friend Kevin as well at night. So it'll be the three of us. And we had this thing since Fall Guys had this trophy. And it is a stupidly, ridiculously hard trophy, which was to get five wins in a row. We, I had that game for a year and I could not even get like two wins in a row. I think I got the most I got was three. And then mm-hmm. I got, I think I got screwed over by like a, like a team event or something like that. Or, yeah, it was like one of the ball grabbed game modes, and that's what killed me. And I was like, oh, we're never going to get this. So me, Josh, and Kevin, we always implemented the rule. If someone got a win at the end of the night, we had to play another one. But the thing is, this is never a good rule because we'll actively go for wins. And the thing is, is like I'm five hours ahead of Josh, so my time is five hours ahead of you. So the thing is, I'll be yeah. up to like four o'clock in the morning and be like, oh, we got another one, we have to play again. <laughs> and then it'll be it'll be non-stop to the point of where it's like someone has to go to bed. And it's just, <laughs> it's just a bad addiction. It's, it's It really is. But it's so fun. Like you have to admit, you're just like, oh, I'll play one oh, more. And then five I, games later, you're just like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so I love Fall Guys as well. I do. There's just something magical about just like that one more kind of game mentality. Like it has your hooks in you. Like Fall Guys oh, yeah. has had its hooks in us for a year. Like we both got that game for free through PlayStation Plus when it came out. Like, you know, I love when Sony gets those big wins. Like they did it with Rocket League back in like 2015, I believe. And then they did it again with Fall Guys uh, back in, was it 2020? Was it 2020? I guess it came out in 2020. Yeah, 2020. it's been it's a year Yeah, because it was the start, yeah, okay. start of COVID that started. And yeah. I think, I think that's why it was so big, just because everyone was home already. COVID mm-hmm. hit, and it was like, it just it killed it. Like, it went well, viral so quick. Yeah, I remember I watched, like, one video on it on YouTube, and I was like, David, you have to get this game. And I told Kevin to get this game, too. And and you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll try it. Because <laughs> you're talking highly about this thing. It just looked like a lot of fun. Back then, it was actually really basic. It only had, like, maybe eight maps or something. And it, it, the one thing I will say about Fall Guys is that it does take a long time for their seasons to uh, drop. Yeah, I, I understand they're a small dev team and everything like that, but I wish they were just a little bit more consistent with drops, just a little bit faster. But regardless, that game's fantastic. I'll, I'll hop in just because I know another game you're going to mention. Uh, you and I have been kind of co-oping Far Cry 4. <laughs> yep. Far Cry 4, right? Like, Far you guys Cry might be wondering, 4. like, why the fuck are you talking about Far Cry 4? Like, well, 
we've already played and beat all the other Far Cries. And back when Far Cry 4 came out, I don't know what it was. Pagan Min just did not do it for me as a villain. I was just not invested in this game at all. And I don't know. A year or two ago, me and David kind of went back and played Far Cry 5, Far Cry New Dawn. And, well, we haven't played uh, Primal, but that's because that game isn't co-op, unfortunately. At least I don't think so, right? It's not. It's, 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 it's not. Primal. Yeah, it's not. So so we're like, you know what? Like, Far Cry 6 got announced, and uh, we're both, like, so excited. pretty excited. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I bought the collector's edition so I could have a replica oh, really? controller. Oh yeah, I want a replica controller right. that I can do nothing with. Like one well, day I make a replica for a real one. You heard it here first, guys. Like Dan's gonna have a flamethrower in his living room, so that's pretty dope. Uh, I, I'm I'm just gonna get a regular copy of the game. I don't see the point in buying a flamethrower, but yeah, no Far Cry Four. Is, you know, my my opinion has definitely changed on that game. Um, really. Time has passed. I do enjoy it. Um, we purchased the Yeti DLC, and it's really short, and it's not really all that great, but we got it on sale for 6 bucks. It's a good time. If you can get the DLC cheap, I, I, would, I would recommend it. I would. Um, yeah. The thing is, it's like... like it, it's a good game. It's good. Yeah, 100% agree with you. I 100% agree. Again, I think we played New Dawn first, which is Far Cry 5.5, in my opinion. Yeah. And that was a phenomenal game. And then the the interesting thing is because that game set after Far Cry Five, kind of spoilers, I suppose. And then Far Cry, we played Far Cry Five, and then I was like, Josh, like we should really yeah. play Far Cry Four. And you're like, mm. Mm, I don't know, like mm, I don't know. And I remember we went we went through a kind of slump because we play a lot of co-op games together. Like you're like my co-op friend. You're the you're the guy. Like if a co-op game's out, I'm like Josh, like go up, and you're just like yes. <laughs> Because we played It Takes Two, which was oh, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Honestly, fantastic game. Like that game gives me chills. Like the just the story behind everything. Like oh, it's just it's probably one of the best games of last year or this year. I would agree. Yeah, and then we were like, oh, we have to play something else because I feel like you and me enjoy like playing a co-op game because we can experience the game together, and it's just a bunch of fun when you see someone blow up and I can laugh at Josh. Uh, yeah, no, that's the thing. That's the thing for sure. I mean, it definitely does feel like co-op games are harder to find these days. Because especially back in the day, there was like you know local co-op where you yeah. just invite invite your best friend over and you just play whatever, like whether that's Smash Bros or whatever. There's tons of co-op games back in the day. Now, now it's like you know I don't know. Everything's just all massive multiplayer and like you know battle royales and stuff like that and of course like, obviously those games are meant to be played with your friends but trying to find like a good co-op campaign is getting harder and harder to find these days so yeah. when something good does come up like me and david usually jump on that uh we jump on it and we uh we, we at least give it a chance like uh we play the borderlands and stuff like that but yeah no i love playing co-op games with you it's always a good time oh, um david is there any games uh upcoming games at all that you're looking forward to like what what's on your hype list right now oh well ea had this ea play today um, oh yeah they did oh yeah they, they did. did and the thing is is i'm a fan like well i love dead space like i mm -hmm. love dead space like dead space 2 specifically is mm -hmm. in my book the best game one of the best games made 
it came out of no well it came right it, it was after dead space one but it was one of those games because dead space one the story was there but the mechanics weren't really because it was a bit sluggish and dead space 2 just blew it out of the water like it was just such a good game like even think about that game right now, I think of the best moments. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. Like, oh, such a good game. The fact that they're technically only remaking the first one kind of sucks. But I'm hoping, I'm hopeful for the future. I definitely want, like, the second one to be made as well. Like, of course, like, the third one can die in a ditch. That's fine with me, but... Uh, oh, the third one, oh, yeah, yeah. You and me played that. Yeah, the, that the, was... the third one. The third one can die in a ditch. I really couldn't <laughs> care less about the third one. Like, it's just an elevator simulator. And it's, <laughs> it's, so it is. It, it's, it's, uh, oh, there's, there's a lot of problems with Dead Space 3. That's a okay. game you and I played co-op together, and uh, again, I love playing co-op games with you, but horror co-op games just do not work. It takes all the scare out of those games, man. Like, you and I are going to play together, like, okay, you take care of this guy, you take care of this guy, whatever, and then there's a cutscene, and it's just like, it's just not scary. It's just, we're, we're talking in the mic, we're having a good time, and it, it just became a joke. It really well, the did. Thing is, is I don't like horror games. You know that. I cannot uh, you hate anything games. scary. You're, oh, you're just not a horror I, at I just, all. I just can't do it. Like, the thing is, Dead Space 2 was kind of more action-oriented, yes. in my opinion. Yes. But it was mm-hmm. kind of still had the, the jumps. And the thing is, Dead Space 3 had some major jumps. And the thing is, what I'll do is I'll be like, Josh, go ahead. And you would walk in, jump, and I'd be like, ha, 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 now I can just shoot him. And he would never know anything about it, because I just did it all the time. I will just let you go ahead, and I'll be like, all right, I'll wait a few seconds. All right, okay, he's ahead. Something's jumped out of him. Okay, I'll go kill it. And then it'll be fine. Like, you just take all the jumps, and I'll just be like, all right, perfect. But Battlefield looks impressive as well. Like, you and me, like, we're both COD players, let's be honest. Like, yeah. when, we, when we see, like, a first-person shooter game, we usually kind of deviate towards Call of Duty just because the, the flow is a lot better. But the thing is, is everything they're doing with Battlefield just looks good. Like the whole portal idea where you can technically implement like people from Battle uh, from um, Battlefront 2 and play against people in the new one. And you can have a jet go against a, a Spitfire. Like, doesn't that just sound fun? Like, No, it's definitely a very smart idea for sure. Yeah. Um, essentially taking the tools and the assets from all their games and putting it into one big toolbox for people to use and create yeah. things is a fantastic idea. Like, it's so smart. Just imagine if, like, Call of Duty did that with the history of all their maps. Like, it would be insane. And, you know, Battlefield's doing it, and it's just so smart. It looks beautiful. The weather effects and all that stuff looks looks insane. Like the giant tornadoes or tsunamis or whatever, whatever they're gonna throw at you, the player. Um, no, it definitely does look good. Um, the thing the is, one thing like, I would say, oh, go ahead. The thing is, EA had a lot of things going in that press conference. Like a lot yeah. of things went well. Because I would probably say, like we watched a lot of E3 this year, and. I'm just going to boldly say it, but I think EA probably had one of the better conferences. Every game they yeah. showed, I was like, okay, like it's perfect. Yeah, if EA was actually there on E3 day, like it would be in the top three, in my opinion. It, yeah. it I don't know, how, how long was that conference? About an hour? Uh, 45 minutes, I believe. For me, it just flew by. Like, yeah. when the announcer guy, that WWE guy, was like, hey, we have one more thing. 
and I, I I I knew what was coming up. I was like, oh wow, okay, the conference is already over. Like that thing just flew by. Like it was a it was a good conference. Like EA sometimes has some really really bad conferences where they just talk about sports, and that yep. stuff makes me fall asleep, man. Like oh, like when they talk about sports every year, like it just it just puts me to sleep. But there was not a single sports game shown off today. It was all bangers for the most part. Again, like I don't care about Apex. I'm not. Again, that stuff's not for me. Like there's there were some things out there that just weren't for me, but it was still entertaining to watch. And um, and I also like that they put like developers' faces on the screens and stuff like that. And they had like people wave. Like you yeah. know, uh, th- that sense of community in the in the gaming industry is always very nice to see because um, those people never get the representation that they deserve. And I thought it was very nice, and I really liked what they did. Uh, overall, it was just a great conference for me. I was really obviously I knew it wasn't going to happen, but God of War Ragnarok. You know, if that game would have hit this year, that would have been a fucking banger. Um, but honestly, like Santa Monica can take all the time they need. Like, just please take your time. Like, you know, Sony has some big games coming, and so does Microsoft, you know, especially after, like, the purchase of, like, Bethesda. They, they got some... It's going to be a fantastic generation. Like, the Xbox Series versus the PlayStation 5, I think the race is going to be a lot closer this generation. The PS4 swept the Xbox One. We all know, like, how much of a disaster yeah. the Xbox One was, and Sony just literally stole all their candy. But this year, but this time around... Uh, it's going to be a much closer race. And honestly, competition creates creativity. So uh, I'm looking forward to many things, but obviously like God of War, Ragnarok, and Nintendo also has some big things coming up, um, of course, with like Breath of the Wild too and stuff like that. So for me, yeah, those, I, I, I would say God of War is obviously my biggest. Oh, yeah, uh, great game. The, the game I'm looking forward to the most. But uh, oh. yeah, David, so why don't you kind of talk about like the structure of our podcast? Like what can the list, like the listeners um expect from us on a weekly basis oh yeah no problem so the thing is with this podcast is we intend to do every monday and thursday monday will be us talking about the latest uh gaming news um we might ask each other some questions like we've done today but thursday thursday is the gym so instead of kind of asking or talking about everything that's going on in the games and the industry and the games market in general i felt like we'd kind of run out of questions or it would kind of get a bit kind of stale after a while so what we thought about is something unique is as me and josh have a huge 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 backlog of games we thought we would challenge each other so what we'll do is every thursday we'll report in so we'll play a game each and then we'll report in we'll give the we won't tell each other what we're playing obviously um we'll report in so i will give it a review and Josh will give it a review, and yeah, we'll kind of give it a score in the door, uh, what we think of it, give it an honest review, so none of the kind of bullshit where people are like, oh, the game's great, when it's actually kind of a Star Trek remake. (laughs) 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 But no, like, it's one of those things where we'll just actually give it an honest review, and we intend to make, like, a kind of, like, list of where we think of, like, bangers, not bangers, like, mediocre games, because... Let's be honest, there's so many games out there nowadays and a lot of people will just buy like the cheapest of the cheap. 
but there's lots of games out there that are actually budget games that are beyond banger games that people just don't look at and add again for this podcast every Thursday we thought you know what this is going to be something that me and you, you and me have been like always talking about doing our backlog and this is just going to be something that's going to motivate us to say you know what we can't play Fall Guys every night and I can't stay up to 4 o'clock in the morning playing Fall Guys so why don't I play something instead that I'm like wow this is just a phenomenal game just I think it would be pretty amazing and I don't know how you feel about it Josh but like no 100% like of course you and I talked about like our goals and our dreams for like this podcast First and foremost, this is just like a passion project for you and I, but also I kind of want to use this podcast as like a tool or a motivation for me and for you to like tackle our backlog. You know, um, when we're kids, we have a lot of time, but not a lot of money, right? So we play the games that we do have, we play them to their like completion. But as you get older, you have more money and you have less time. And so a lot of us just kind of um, result to playing the same games on a daily basis. I'm talking about COD, I'm talking about FIFA, I'm talking about Fortnite. You know, we get stuck in this cycle of playing the same game over and over again. Even though you and I, we both have giant shelves full of games and PlayStation Plus gives us free games every month and placed and Xbox Gold gives us free games and Nintendo even gives us free Nintendo and Super Nintendo games and the, there's games given out to us so frequently it's literally impossible to keep up with everything and so a lot of people just tend to stick to what they know or like that big AAA game and a lot of indie games and stuff like that kind of like go get swept under the rugs swept under the rug sorry and like these double a games aren't really around anymore but they're still around to some degree and it's just like i kind of want to play my backlog i think it's super important and i mean yeah they look pretty on my shelf but i kind of want to pop that disc and and uh put it in my console and finally give it a go after all these years and what's really good about like you and i david is that like we both have a pretty good memory uh I'm pretty thrifty when it comes to shopping and buying my games. So, like, I think it would be pretty cool to, like, tell you guys, like, where I got my game from, how much I paid for it, like, what year was this, like, what was going on in my, in my life at that time, and, and you know, bring it, bring it all into one, into, like, where we are today and, like, tackling it. And I think it's going to be a great time. I, I'm super excited for Backlog Thursdays. Um yeah. Know, by the way, backlog Thursdays, just in case. Like, yeah. So, like, we've got the word the gaming hour from like Monday to Thursday, but Monday is like the gaming hour, and backlog Thursday is like the Thursday. So, just yes. in case, because there might be a different kind of like um, logo for our, our, our podcast image. Yeah, it's still a work in progress at this point, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get all that fixed again. This is our very first podcast. We just wanted to reach out to everyone out there. I just want to thank everybody from the bottom of of our hearts. Like, if you're listening out there, thank you. Like, it means the world to us. Um, again, this is a passion project for me and David, and we hope that you guys are going to enjoy the ride. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do our best to be as consistent as possible. We both know that consistency is key, uh, especially when it comes to making podcasts. I know how, how excited I get when I – 
see that new, you know, brand new podcast for the day and I just download it and I listen to it at work and consistency is everything for me. And I know David feels the same way as well. So honestly, thank you guys. Uh, David, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up or? No, I just want to say thank you as well. Like, again, I appreciate you inviting me on this journey as well. This was pretty much your whole idea. And just want to say thanks for inviting me along so I can give my opinion on anything gaming. Like, Yeah, no, I'll be honest, yeah. Dave. There's no one else I would have wanted more on this journey with it than you. So you were my very first pick and you're at the very top of my list. And I know we're going to have a great time. Um, and I hope you guys will as well. And uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our very first little introduction video. Um, we'll be going to a two two podcasts a week, just like David kind of said. Uh, it's Monday. probably starting next week, right? Is that kind yeah, of the plan? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Monday and Thursday is just. Yeah, I'm thinking that'll be good. Kind of perfect. Yeah, the ball rolling kind of thing. Well, as well as that, we have to pick a game to play because yeah, you know, yeah, we'll have the game. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't. I got to get I on that ASAP. Oh, yeah it'll be good and i hope everyone enjoying again everyone enjoys this kind of podcast it's the first time so like, i've never yeah. done anything like this before so hopefully neither have i buddy we're uh we're, we're getting through the kinks and we're trying to like you know work through our nerves and trying to get everything set up we want the audio to be as good as possible for you guys we're, we're trying um this is definitely going to be a learning process for both of us um you guys are like yeah. open our like podcasts cherries right now so <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yeah all so. right all, all right. right well one guys all right one guys take care bye